The sorcerer's eyes widened as he completed the dark ritual. Silence filled the chamber as his soul left his body. He relished the sensation and laughed. He did it. He gained immortality and conquered his greatest fear, death. But something didn't feel right. He scanned his dark ritual's procedure and discovered his haste caused him to miss a vital part of the ritual. His soul became trapped in a needle. The sorcerer took the needle and hid it to ensure his immortality. He was the Slavic immortal sorcerer Koshe, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 49, the Slavic immortal sorcerer, Koshe. I am Kamuwala Kaneshiro, a professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request greatly helps grow our show. Game shows recently contacted me to help them make questions. I'm not spoiling anything by telling you this, since the shows could be national, international, or internet-based. But you, our faithful listeners, would definitely have an advantage from listening to our show. This was a great honor, since game shows were a big part of my childhood. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, Koshe. Koshe is a famous antagonist and villain of many Slavic stories. While he has many names, Koshe translates to bone. His common appearance is that of an almost skeletal, bony old man with a scraggly beard. Some believe Koshe is based off the Slavic god who represents death and cold, or the German ruler, Odin. Koshe has superhuman strength, stamina, and can shapeshift into creatures or a tornado to abduct women for marriage. But the jury is still out on if he was involved in whisking away a Kansas girl and her little dog, too. Koshe is considered the male counterpart of Baba Yaga, that's the non-Keanu Reeves, John Wick Baba Yaga. But I guess that means Koshe could be a woman in the John Wick universe. But I digress. Koshe and Baba Yaga are sometimes married or siblings. We covered Baba Yaga previously. You can learn more about her by listening to episode 8. The following is Legends from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. 
Maria Morevna was a renowned warrior princess whose beauty, skill, and grace were so unmatched people claimed she wasn't mortal. Koshe desired Maria Morevna as a wife and tried to seduce her. However, Maria Morevna saw through Koshe's intentions, played along with him, and captured the sorcerer. Koshe laughed. Fool, you'll never kill me. I'm immortal. Maria Morevna chained him in the dungeon without food or water, and the sorcerer weakened. Time passed. In another part of the country, Prince Ivan was trying to marry off his three sisters. Powerful wizards appeared as an eagle, falcon, and raven asked to marry Ivan's sisters. Ivan agreed, but became lonely and ventured to visit his siblings. During his travels, Ivan met Maria Morevna. The two married, and Ivan lived with Maria Morevna, who needed to be with her kingdom. When war threatened Maria Morevna's land, she was called away and asked Ivan to manage the castle, but don't enter the dungeon. Ivan agreed, and Maria Morevna charged into battle. Ivan excelled in running the castle, but his curiosity got the better of him. He ventured into the dungeon and found a chained-up, withered old man. The man begged for water, which Ivan provided. The man kept asking for more, and after several buckets, he broke his chains and revealed himself as Koshe the Immortal. Ivan tried to stop Koshe, but the laughing sorcerer became a tornado, left the castle, and abducted Maria Morevna. Ivan mounted his fastest steed and went to his three brother-in-laws, the powerful wizards, to save his beloved wife. The wizards admitted they were no match for Koshe, but gave Ivan trinkets so they'd know where he was and directions to Koshe's castle. Ivan traveled the lands until he found the castle. Koshe was gone, and Ivan found his beloved Maria Morevna in the dungeon. Ivan freed her, but she warned him that Koshe's steed was enchanted and the fastest in the land. Ivan said they needed to try, and they fled on Ivan's steed. Koshe discovered Ivan rescued Maria, and with his steed caught up to them in moments. Koshe mocked Ivan's feeble rescue attempt and killed Prince Ivan. Koshe dismembered Ivan's body, put his remains in a barrel, which he tossed into the ocean. Ivan's brothers-in-law sensed he was dead. They used their enchanted trinkets to locate Ivan's remains and restored him to life, but warned Ivan they wouldn't be able to restore him again. Ivan thanked them and returned to Koshe's castle. Maria was overjoyed. Ivan wasn't dead. They embraced, and Ivan asked her to find out how Koshe got his steed. 
Maria agreed, and while she manipulated him before, it was easier this second time. Maria learned Koshe traveled to the realm of the 13th kingdom by waving his magic handkerchief, which allowed him to cross the river of fire that separates our realms. In the 13th kingdom, Koshe got his steed from Baba Yaga by watching her horses for three days and not losing one. Maria stole Koshe's handkerchief gave it to Yvonne and told him what she learned. Yvonne's brother-in-laws made a map to the River of Fire and Baba Yaga. At the River of Fire, Yvonne waved the magic handkerchief, which raised a bridge. In the Thirteenth Kingdom, Yvonne became hungry. He saw a bird and planned on eating it. But the bird's mother begged Yvonne to spare her child, and she'd owe him a good deed. Yvonne agreed. Yvonne found a lion cub whose mother offered a similar deal, which Yvonne accepted. And another deal was made with bees to spare their hive. There was light in the clearing ahead. The illumination came from glowing human skulls on sticks that surrounded the chicken-legged house of Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga welcomed Yvonne and asked what brings the prince to her. Yvonne told Baba Yaga he'd like the same deal she made with Koshe. He'd watch her horses for three days, and if none were lost, he'd choose one Baba Yaga would give him. Baba Yaga agreed, on the condition, if Yvonne failed, she'd get to eat him. Yvonne agreed. On the first day, Baba Yaga told her horses to scatter when she released them. They did and Yvonne was horrified he'd lose the deal. But the bird Yvonne spared rallied other birds who gathered the horses and returned them to their stable. Baba Yaga was furious at her disobedient horses and demanded to know why they returned. Her horses said the birds led them back. Baba Yaga threatened her horses to not return tomorrow. Yvonne heard Baba Yaga threaten her horses, and the prince was worried. On the second day, Baba Yaga released her horses. They scattered, but were returned by the lion cub and his mother. Baba Yaga threatened her horses again not to return on the next day. On the third day, Baba Yaga released her horses. They scattered. A swarm of bees told Yvonne Baba Yaga planned on killing him. But don't worry, they'll return the horses while he goes to the back of the stables. There he'll find the land's fastest stallion. Stay there tonight and leave with the stallion tomorrow. Yvonne found the stallion, but it was worn and weak. Yvonne asked the stallion what happened to it. 
The stallion said Baba Yaga didn't feed or water him because she'd never catch him again if he was strong. Yvonne cared for the stallion and offered him a deal. If the stallion helped him rescue Maria Morevna, he'd set the stallion free. The stallion agreed, but warned Yvonne he was not back to full speed. At dawn, Yvonne and the stallion raced for the river of fire. While crossing the bridge, Baba Yaga caught up to them in her flying mortar. But as she taunted Yvonne and the stallion, she crashed into the bridge and fell into the river of fire. Yvonne returned to our realm with the stallion. The stallion regained its strength in a couple of days, and they rescued Maria from Koshe's castle. As they fled, Koshe was shocked Yvonne returned from the dead with a stallion faster than his steed. Yvonne's stallion slowed. When Koshe's horse caught up, the stallion buckled Koshe from his steed and trampled the sorcerer. Yvonne and Maria dismounted with drawn swords and hacked Koshe. Koshe laughed. Fools, I'm immortal. You'll never kill me. Yvonne said they'll burn his body, hide Koshe's head, return to Maria's kingdom to restore peace, and search the lands for a way to kill Koshe. Coming up, your featured song and Hawaiian word. You can support us by becoming a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter. Along with improving our show, Patreon supporters help us in our goal to make longer episodes, and supporters enjoy a number of benefits, including new Patreon-exclusive monthly episodes. So become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter today. To kill Koshe, you must go through a series of things, sort of like a Russian nesting doll. You must travel to the invisible island of Buyan where buried under an oak tree is a chest that contains a rabbit, which contains a duck that has an egg. In the egg is the needle that contains Koshe's soul. Though, it is believed you can control Koshe by manipulating the egg, kind of like a voodoo doll. Today, Koshe has been portrayed in various movies, cartoons, comics, video games, and other media like the Witcher series. Koshe was the inspiration for villains like Rasputin in the animated film Anastasia. I feel he was also the inspiration behind the evil wizard Mordrock from the video game Dragon's Lair 2 Time Warp. And of course, Harry Potter's Voldemort took Koshe's limited immortality one step further by hiding parts of his soul in various things. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Join our email list to keep up with news about our upcoming book, and download the unaired episode, Hawaii's Faceless Ghost. So sign up and claim your free download today. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. 
Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Light by Johnny Helm, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is kui. Kui means needle. An example of kui is flower lays are easier to make with a long kui. Once again, kui means needle. As a side note, kui can also mean any sharp object used to string something. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho. Study hall. I went there to distract myself from the chronic.